Welcome to the Hear Me Out podcast with your hosts Finn and Nessa. Today we're going to be talking about music. We're going to be talking about Donda and Certified Loverboy, two albums that were recently released and Finn is really into them and I I know enough but not as much as him. So take it away Finn. She says I'm into them but she listened to both of them. Because okay. I did my homework. That, well that's what I expected. Okay. Also, I wanted yeah. to see what all the hype was about. Hype beast. Anyway, so this episode <laughs> is obviously going to be around these two albums and the kind of war. I wouldn't say it's a war, but like they kind of started a, war? a, a, a debate. Not really a war. I don't <laughs> think it's a war. No, <laughs> no, like well, someone in Kanye's camp tweeted out war when things started to heat up a little bit. That's why I'm using that word. I feel like beef <laughs> is enough. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. They beef, but it's, I don't think, war it's is a little. Weird. It's a weird beef. Yeah. yeah. But basically, um, it's been a long time coming, especially because a lot of Drake's sound is inspired by Kanye West's album, 808s and Heartbreak. So it was this weird situation where you could see Drake always looked up to Kanye West, but as time went on, there seemed to be this weird animosity building between them can't really describe part of it is pr that yeah i mean especially for the recent one like what was it they posted stuff on instagram or something yeah 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 no definitely this was mostly to sell records but like in terms of how it came about you could kind of understand why like they didn't exactly like each other um, because the the when it originally started to happen, when like the cracks started to show, because they'd worked together, I think they even planned to do a joint album together. Can you set the scene? Like, what, around what year is this? Ish. I'm pretty what sure year? this was 2016, 2017. Oh. Okay. So around this time, they were still on good terms. They were working together. Um, Drake even released the, he calls it a playlist, More Life with a song with Kanye West called Glow. So, you know, mm-hmm. that that was still them on good terms. So it was around the re- release of Kanye West's album EA uh, mm-hmm. where things started to become a little bit more interesting because Kanye West kind of had this whole lead up where he was like a couple of artists from good music and also like my favorite rapper, like they're all going to be releasing albums produced by Kanye mm-hmm. um, in a short period of time every week. And um, Drake was helping to write on one of those albums. So Drake was flown out. He did, one song on the album called Yikes, the second song of yeah, that album. And the way he describes it is like he has flown in um this one guy Pusha T, I don't know if you know about him. I feel like you've mentioned him before. Yeah, yeah. But like he he'll become more important because he kinda had a little bit of a beef with Drake. Was oh my obviously God, there. So then like they they were all there, they were talking, everything seemed to be fine. Um, Drake helps writing with Yikes and Kanye West is working on a beat for a song that Drake wanted 
So everything's fine. Everything's good. So then out of nowhere, I don't really remember what led to this, but out of nowhere, Kanye West releases the song um, with the beat that he was working on for Trey called Lift Yourself. And literally, he doesn't say anything. He's like, literally, he released the song out of pain. The lyrics are scoop-de-whoop-whoop-de-scoop. So there's no real lyrics in that song. Yeah, so he literally okay, released cool. that song out of spite. Um, to so he initiated the rivalry. Not really initiated. It was kind of like Drake. It was kind of weird to him. It's like we didn't know when he released the song that the beat was for Drake. We just thought Kanye is being weird. Mm-hmm. It was only after when Drake started explaining things. I'm like, oh, but why did he do that? I'm not entirely sure why he did that. Why he does anything, we're we're never sure. Yeah, so then it gets to the part where the albums start releasing, and one of the rappers, the Pusha T guy I was telling you about, mm-hmm. had a diss line at Drake, because I'm not sure if you knew, Drake used this writer, Quentin Miller, to help him with a couple of songs, just like with choruses and things like that. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's a big no in hip-hop, like in pop, cool, but like hip-hop is kind of like you're supposed to live by writing your music and stuff like oh. that most people well the the top guys someone like Kanye West we know doesn't write his music Dr. Dre we know he doesn't write his music P. Diddy we know other people are writing their stuff but someone like Jay-Z someone like Nas yeah. some these guys write their stuff and have consistently written their stuff so Drake always was putting himself in the same profile as those guys as like in a writer. Of, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good as a writer. And he is. He's a very good writer. But yeah. having very clear reference tracks by another rapper, like saying the lyrics to his songs, especially like was kind of a, oh man, this guy's not writing his music. So Pusha T brought it up on his song where he's like, yeah, he, he wrote a bar about it. And Drake didn't like that. So Drake released this track back at him. Um, of course, because that, that's how we solve conflict. Yeah. So, But like you can see, this beef actually had animosity to it. They didn't like yeah. each other. And yeah. then finally, Pusha T was the one who broke the news that um, Drake uh, had a child. Oh so, yeah. Oh. So the, the child had been born and everything. The thing is, okay, I kind of knew well, I didn't know about the child, but like we kinda had an inside look because like the woman initially when she was still pregnant leaked texts about Drake telling her to abort the baby and all that type oh of my stuff. God. So we're like, oh, yeah, Drake's having a baby. But this was low-key. This is like hip-hop news type people. Like, well, I used to be like that, where I'll just be following hip-hop news and saying, huh, Drake might be having a baby. But then I forgot about it. So then Pusha T mentions that the baby's been born and he's not even talking about it, didn't announce it, etc., etc. He's literally hiding the child. He's like literally like outing Drake. Yeah, so then he's outed Drake about the child. And automatically in Drake's mind is like, who would have told this guy that I have a kid? And the first person that comes into his head is Kanye. And it... Well, we don't know if it was. Kanye denies it. But Mm -hmm. it has to be someone who he actually spoke to. Um, 
and had a heart because I think if I'm remembering correctly, he talked about he had a heart to heart with him about this, Ooh. and it's like, yeah, now the child is kind of confidence. Out yeah, so the child's now out there, and it's like, oh, okay, this is awkward. So yeah, from then on, Drake was not happy with Kanye West. He was going to release a diss track. As they keep describing it, they're like a career-ending diss track. Oh my exposing goodness. Exposing things that... Um, Has anyone's career died because of a diss track? Yes. Um, really? Two. Mob Deep when Jay-Z dissed them on TakeOver. And Ooh. Ja Rule when 50 Cent repeated the really? diss in the 2000s. Yeah. He's still, he's still out there. Yeah, Ja Rule's obviously still alive and out there, but I'm going to listen to a Ja Rule song. No, not, a, exactly. not in a couple of years. No. So, yeah, it's, it's that sort oh. of thing. Mm-hmm. So. What did Ja Rule do? <laughs> um, if I remember correctly, there was some beef over some friend of 50 Cent. I'm not sure. I can't really remember. But it had to do... I think it was like a real, real beef. These two did not like each other. They hated oh, each damn. other. So they hate each other to this day. Yeah, obviously. Sheesh. The thing, those mid-2000s beefs were legit. So damn. even this Pusha T Drake one is like legit. But like, yeah, those two hated each other. And um, 50 Cent really just went to Ja Rule a lot. Calling him a fake gangster, etc., etc. So that kind of ended his career. Oh my gosh, that is so yeah. crazy. So, yeah, I, lo- um, I love how they deal with conflict. Yeah, it's just very direct. It's like, no, don't do that. It's so, it's never a conversation behind closed doors. It's well, like, why why would you do that when you can make money off it? That's Capitalism. true. That's true. That's they're like, oh no no no, I could send him a text or I could just diss him. I'll go to the studio. Um, exactly. so you <laughs> that's see. hilarious. Okay. Yeah. So, but then there were some people who mediated. So that diss track, the career ending diss track didn't come out. The claim is that diss track was Drake talking about him smashing Kim Kardashian. But like, that's the claim. We don't know. Oh my God. I Just drop it. And just because nah, I love the drama. <laughs> it's never going to happen. So that kind of happened. It went under the rug. Then Kanye West had his crazy Kanye tweets 2020 era, which is honestly one of my favorites. In terms of his tweets, some of those tweets are amazing. So, yeah. For um, context, um, he doesn't think Kanye's a god. He just, um, Finn is just incredibly entertained by this man. I just find, yeah, like, I don't know. I told you, I like people who are real. Real people are the best. So, yeah. Especially the dramatic ones. Yeah. So, he was busy talking about how we need to, like, work together. Talking about Drake. We need to meet. Drake, here's my number, etc. He was just, like... It seemed like he was trying to build this bridge, but then it was, it was just weird. Like, from the outside looking at it, you're like, this is kind of weird, man. But, okay. Do you? Drake, like, kind of just... I don't think to, Kanye you know, has done it. anything that wasn't described as weird. In the past decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could say that. I mean, he does normal people things sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, but yeah. 
so that happened um then recently we believe well most people believe it was basically just to do pr for the album and obviously it worked because both of these albums sold really well yeah and they dropped within like i don't know like a week apart i think mm -hmm. because like the the donda listening parties and we were waiting for donda so then people started this rumor that it's like drake um kanye west wants to drop donda on the same day as drake drops certified lovable so they can go head to head so I'm thinking what likely happened is they heard this and they're like, okay, this is an opportunity to sell records. So Drake um, features on this other rapper's song and subs Kanye West. So he has like, I forgot even the bar. I didn't really listen to that song. Mm-hmm. Kind of a shady bar, Kanye. So then out of nowhere, if, if you saw the messages, the Instagram post that Kanye posted, mm-hmm. it was a picture of the Joker. And... I, I, I don't remember the exact words, but it's like, I've been fucked with by nerd-ass jock niggas like you my whole life. You'll never recover. Some I don't remember. Those tweets are funny. The, the messages are just like, Those why? Those are the recent ones, active? right? Yeah. So is, this recent. Af- is this before or after he, he like shared his address? Uh, this was before. So he okay, did and that. And then he shared his address? Then he shared the address. And then we're kind of all like, what the hell? Okay, we're just going to ignore this. Um, Then um, Kanye West eventually drops Donda. Then Drake, the following week, drops Certified Lovable with a diss track at Kanye West. Which people were like, hmm, kind of cool. It's it's an okay diss track. I didn't get excited over it. And then... This is, I think, the, the well, best worst part about the album was um, there was a song, another rap, one of my favorite rappers, Andre 3000, was mm-hmm. featured on for Donda. And it was supposed to be like both of them sort of meditating over their parents passing. Mm-hmm. So Andre 3000's verse is on, I think it's the best rap verse I've listened to this year. Mm-hmm. Um, is about that while Kanye West took that opportunity to make it a diss track at Drake but he didn't release it but Drake somehow got a hold of it and released it so we've heard the song and everyone liked it more than the, all the songs of Certified Double Boy because that's what all people were joking about they were saying like, this is the best song Drake released all year so if we're looking at things holistically I think Drake lost this battle in terms yeah. of like how like which album is doing better? Not in terms of selling, because Drake's just Drake can literally outsell probably anyone right now. Like he Who's doing better? I know we have a no Googling rule. Yeah, no, it's definitely um certified level, but in terms of sales it's doing better. Mm-hmm. But in terms of in terms of reception, it's 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 more mixed. Mm-hmm. In terms of, like, it doesn't seem like even, like, Drake fans for a long time were feeling this as much because, like, what you were talking about earlier where you were saying that the albums didn't feel very um, different. A certified lover boy didn't have anything that was different or Drake trying something yeah, new that's, like, like, yeah. Yeah, like, I... Uh, well, well, I should probably say this because they weren't around earlier to hear what we talked mm-hmm. about but i just mentioned that um like i don't know like musically uh 
mm-hmm. Drake's music, the past couple albums, they all kind of sound the same. Yeah, like there, it's yeah. kind of incons- It's consistent in a way that, like, yeah, that's a Drake song, but it's mm-hmm. not like you know how other musical artists they have like different eras that you can distinguish. Like, oh, okay, that was from the, this album, blah blah blah. Yeah. But yeah, for yeah. him, he's been kind of the same. He's been sounding the same for a while. Yeah, yeah, that was the main criticism. A lot of people just didn't feel it because of that. I didn't feel it. Like, I mean, the only songs that I really liked were the Fair Trade and Way Too Sexy because of Future. So yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Which one was the one I told you that like um, guys describe as? Yeah, yeah. Way Too Sexy. Yeah, that yeah, that's their lab. They're like, oh, I don't, I should probably not twerk, but I want to. <laughs> like, that's what guys are like saying about that song. It's a good song. I like that one. Yeah, and yeah, the I mean, first it, one, Champagne Poetry, was catchy. Um, it's, yeah, it's it's chilled. It's it's. Yeah, I, I guess it's, for me, like I've heard a song, like there is a song, basically the same thing, like Tuscan yeah. Leather from a while back. That's why like Champagne Poetry wasn't as crazy yeah. for me it's like he's done this before yeah so, like it is it's catchy it's mm-hmm. not um what's it called like it's not the best thing since sliced bread yeah yeah so that's an actual saying i'm not just weird no i know that saying <laughs> why do okay. you doubt my ability to know that because you looked at me like uh I always look at you like that. Anyway, <laughs> um, it, it's it's it became like sort of after they released the head to head thing where people were comparing mm-hmm. each song, and most people were saying the songs on Dondo are more interesting than the songs on. Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, Jail and Moon are my favorites. Yeah. So that that's um, in the long run. Yeah. Like I told you, this is how TikTok, where people were joking about, um, you know, how Drake's kind of weird with Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. And then someone used Kanye's song "Jail" in yeah. the background. <laughs> we go in a jail tonight. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that yeah. is that's it's a good joke. <laughs> it's a fair joke. I get that. So, what this whole album, well, like the background of that whole thing was to kind of look at how Beef has, at least with this album release, been used mostly as the marketing marketing tool to kind of, yeah. So, it was mostly used as marketing to try and make the album seem more, well, interesting, more exciting, and drama basic expectation because mm-hmm. probably i mean like people like me who like really love hip-hop are obviously going to listen to it over and over again to hear okay this is how they dissed each other this is how they dissed each other so it's kind of like i guess they drummed this up just for you know other people who are more casual listeners are going to be like wait wait uh i want to hear about this yeah yeah that's the kind of what the hype is about yeah I think it's a sad thing as well because, I mean, the original hip-hop beef, like, the hip-hop... There were lots of hip-hop beefs. 
but the original big hip hop beef was obviously the Tupac and Biggie one. Mm-hmm. And obviously both of them passed away. And the albums they released that were released after they both passed away are two of the very few albums that have gone diamond for Mm -hmm. hip-hop. So they're like, literally, I mean, for both of them, the albums they released before them, uh, before they passed away, some people say are better than the albums that went diamond. But these albums seem to have, like, they are amazing albums. They are great to listen to. But it seems like the marketing of both of them passing was used as a way to boost the sales. And it seems like now people may likely use this as a way to market their albums. And that kind of, I don't know, doesn't sound great. Do you think like there's too much attention to the, I'm sorry, I'm lagging. Am I okay? Okay. Yeah, you're okay. Um, do you think there's just too much attention on like the beef, on the drama, instead of the album? Yeah, yeah. That that's the thing. It's because that's it's not why. Yeah. yeah, that's not why artists make these albums. Well, like, yeah, you can say artists, but like you also have to take into account they're both pop artists so pop artists are always going to take little shortcuts or use things to Mm -hmm. try boost their sales like it's just the truth to be at the highest level as a musician you kind of have to do things that um i don't know how to put it you're gonna do things in order to drum up conversation so if yeah. you're just going to be that guy who's out here releasing music, trying to be wholesome, um, being friendly with everybody, sure, mm-hmm. your albums may do well depending on the level, but they're not going to sell. That's literally what Macklemore was mm-hmm. at a point. Like, Macklemore is the friendly work with you. He even admitted when he won a Grammy over Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar should have won it, all those yeah. types of stuff. He's just too clean, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So it's, ugh. I mean, I maybe you won't agree with me, but I mean, even Taylor Swift sort of does it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, think of that time where she had that beef with Katy Perry, of all people. That was weird. Yeah, so it, 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 it's just a way that drums up conversation and helps their music sell better. Yeah. Yeah, Wait, so it you does. mentioned. I'm sorry. This is. I'm gonna go off on a tangent here, yeah. but you mentioned Tupac, and I just remembered. Um, like, didn't I don't know. I love drama. I know you might appreciate this too, but didn't like Jada uh, release like a poem for Tupac's birthday? Yeah, and then you know everyone started. Everyone started like saying, "Like, damn! Like, I feel bad for Will Smith. Honestly, <laughs> I just feel bad for Will Smith in general. Like, oh, he's really trying to make this marriage work, yeah, <laughs> and it's know. just so sad. Like, you heard of the I entanglement mean, thing, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'll say if the rumors of it being an open relationship is true, then I really wouldn't care." Yeah, but if it's I mean, not if it's not an open relationship, 
I'm pretty sure it's an open relationship. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Even like, like you know what you know what I feel bad though? It's just like if it was an open relationship, okay. But the way it's portrayed on in the media and the way she like I don't know, talks about it like, you know. It mm-hmm. just makes Will Smith look sad. Like, you know that meme, right? That meme of Will yeah. Smith looking really, yeah, like, yeah, rejected. Yeah. I feel yeah. bad for him. Like, he's he's such an amazing dude. Like, everybody loves Will Smith. But you have to remember, that's his Hollywood persona. Yeah. It's not that's him. His, yeah. yeah, it's not him. But, him. like, I don't know him. Yeah, I know. Um, parasocial relationships, blah blah blah. But like, God, the dra- the drama, the just oh, it's just so sad to see. I, 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 I feel you on that though. You can't really stop. I mean, what can you do? She did seem to have a close friendship with Tupac. What can yeah. you do? And I yeah. mean, like some people just really attach to a person. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I love the drama, but at the same time, I'm like, shit. Like, if I was married, and this shit what? was happening, oh, it was just it's just hard to watch, especially oh. the August, especially the August thing. That was so hard to watch. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it was a weird and it's a weird conversation. Like people. People don't didn't seem comfortable having like a conversation about the idea that like you know Jada literally did like groom August because I mean yeah. August was young because like he's in his mid twenties yeah. and she was like yeah. a lot older so eh, yeah it was a weird that conversation too. to have so I mean yeah that's like the thing they, a lot of people don't like they like they didn't think about it when they happened they were just like oh that man August did this this and this it wasn't like whoa Jada's like here and he's also going like he was talking about how he went through depression and things like that doesn't mm-hmm. that seem a little bit predatory but yeah, then it like, does. like it, it like it's, she it's, she was it, in the position of power in that in yeah, that so, um, relationship so yeah what can you uh, do? I don't know. Celebrity then, lifestyles yeah. are weird. They are weird. I mean, it's not comparable to normal people shit, but God, is it entertaining? <laughs> yeah, but like, do, do you, like, as you, you as a person right now, you've heard all of this. How do you mm-hmm. feel about, like, how it seems like this is where celebrity is kind of moving? You, you, you are interested in marketing, right? Yes, that's my degree. Exactly. <laughs> that's so, my yeah. postgraduate degree as well. It, it, it's loading. Yeah. So um, it's my postgraduate as, degree as well. Yeah. So you you feel like you see these people kind of doing all of these. How would you say? Um, I mean, yeah, it's just all for more engagement. But at the same yeah. time, it's just like, where did the humanity go? <laughs> yeah, but I mean. If you think about this is just me looking at things like being like around people here where it's um things are different. I don't yeah. know how to describe it, but it's like things are different in terms of celebrity and how we relate to them. And because a lot of people are kind of glued to their phones and mm-hmm. the celebrities are almost having to combat 
people's social media streams to get attention. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think this is a fair way to get information? How would you say? Well, get people interested in art. Well, I think, I mean, you know, the buzzword right now in social media is parasocial relationships. So it's like one-sided relationships. So that's usually, you know, when people are like fans of things, for example, like right now, like we're a fan of, um, I'm a fan of Taylor Swift or whatever. Like that's a parasocial relationship. But I do think that the way we perceive them is so heavily like influenced by the media. So it, you know, they also get to control the narrative. Like if, mm-hmm. you know, when, if someone starts beefing, they're going to come out with their um, perspective. And then that perspective could be a lie. Yeah. could be a cop out or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I guess you have to see things from a critical eye, but it is, it's, I don't know. It's, it's hard. It's cause like sometimes you're, you get invested in these things and you're like, <laughs> no, 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 this is what happened. No, we, we don't know what happened. We know what, yeah. what they tell us happened, yeah. quotation marks yeah. or how it's framed when it's reported on. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's weird to take sides when you know it could be a lie. <laughs> it just reminded me of that, like, yeah, that meme you sent me um, with that, like, I don't even know, like, who it was. Sent him a like, lot of memes. Of, yeah, <laughs> where it was like CLP versus Donda. It was a dude looking with glasses on or something like that, where the dude's asking you if you prefer certified lover boy or Donda. It's like some people have made that like their whole personality. Yeah, the yeah, whole like album um, winning thing. Yeah, like uh, like there are people like when Donda drops and everyone's st- it's like they, yeah. like they will defend this. Like this is the yeah. hill that they're gonna die on. Yeah, they were literally talking about doing K. This is when I was like, yeah, this is why I can't be like a fan like you people because they were literally talking about doing what those. I'm sorry if you're a K-pop fan. What those K-pop fans do where they're like, okay, just have the volume on low and have the album streaming all night while you're sleeping and have it on repeat and all these other things. And I'm like, oh, hell no, 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 no. I think that's a, I mean, uh, if we're going to talk about fan culture, I think that's a whole different like level of of engagement of of being a fan that's straight up what's it called um no that's not fan culture that's stan culture now that's i yeah. think stan culture is like be i feel like being a fan is just you know normal like oh i like listening to taylor swift being a stan mm-hmm. is like a commitment they, they, they treat it like a commitment to the point yeah. where it can yeah. get quite unhealthy and to the point where it can you know take over your life that's kind of, that's crazy. I yeah, I don't think no. I could get to I can be a really big fan of someone and be like, "Oh my god, like the way she wrote this verse. Oh my god." Like you mm-hmm. can you can respect someone's craft. That's it's that's really easy to do. But like to the point where 
you're literally thinking about like, okay, we need to get the streams up to a hundred thousand in the first week. <laughs> like that is, yeah. that is crazy. I don't know if that on that topic, cause like, I think we already know that like that type of like K-pop stand behavior is mm-hmm. unreal. And like, um, it's a different level. Uh, does that exist for these two albums? I saw some tweet. That's what I was saying. I feel like I saw a tweet of someone saying that. And yeah, yeah. But guys aren't nice people. So we are roasting him. So I feel like some people are kind of like that where they have that, like what you're talking about, Stan culture type belief. But um, I don't want to say it's like, cause it seems like I'm endorsing bullying, but I'm happy that people bullied that guy who treated that stuff. Cause there's no way in hell I'm going to be out here having my phone streaming music for a man who doesn't do nothing for me, but release music for me. I'll listen to his album organically when I want to that, like mm-hmm. stand culture stuff. That's for other people. We don't do that here. So yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm one of those people who's going to get, but I'm sure that exists. But I'm pretty sure that probably exists it, it, it for does. some people. It does. They just got to hide it. Because if I find... They, I'm joking. No. <laughs> you find them? If I if find I you on find Reddit? Them, nah, um, nah, I deleted my Reddit. <laughs> oh. But yeah. I'm, I'm getting back on Reddit. <laughs> Damn. You see, I'm level... <laughs> nah, but yeah, I see you. Yeah. Um... Yeah, because, like, it's so funny because, you know, there is that certain type of person that when Donda drops, it's on every Instagram story. They will have everything. They're like, oh, my God, this is a masterpiece. Like, they can, they can, that's okay for you to do. But then it's going to be, like, every day. (laughs) You see. Mm -hmm. You see that? And then they will, like, defend it to the grave. And, yeah. uh, Okay. I mean, you do you, man, but what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> okay. In your eyes, which album would you say you um, would go for more? Being that Which guy. album? Yeah, so are you going to say that? Because you said that you like some of the songs on Donda more. If you had a choice between you only had to listen to one album for the rest of your life, and these are the two albums, which one are you going to force yourself to listen to for the rest of your life? I mean, Drake, because it's more palatable. Is it not? Damn it. I'm no, sorry. wrong answer. But yeah, no, it's fair. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. It's like, like, if it's just in the background, like, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I feel like in terms of just like concluding. I'm sorry, yeah. dude, but yeah. I cannot have Donda on stream in the background. Like, Donda, Donda, Donda. Like, that's just... <laughs> I can't Why have not? that in the background normally. Why not? It's just like, you know, you're cleaning yeah. or something, doing your homework, just like, someone's whispering. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you, because that's also what I'm like, was going to like kind of conclude with, because as much as this battle, the beef and everything seemed to have gone in Kanye's way, Drake is breaking streaming records like they're nothing right now. Because I that's mean, what you're going to hear when you're like in a, in a chill bar or something. Yeah. You're going to yeah. hear Drake because that's yeah. simple. Yeah. He's, I think if I'm remembering correctly, he's still the number one album three weeks in a row. 
mm-hmm. which was kind of crazy. He had 10, I, I don't remember, I think it was like almost all the songs in the top 10 of the Billboard Hot 100 or something like that. He was just doing unprecedented things. So as much as maybe if you're looking at things from the outside, like, or like not really from the outside, but looking at things as like a hip hop person Mm -hmm. and you're looking at everything that's gone down, you might say that, yeah, the beef was more beneficial uh, for Kanye and Mm -hmm. Kanye won the beef in the long run. If we're talking about sales, I don't think there's probably only two artists in Adele and, Okay, maybe three, four. Bruce, I'd say Bruno the Bruce, only people who I who I'd say could maybe go against Drake are Adele, um, Taylor Swift, Rihanna, Beyonce, and even yeah. then, it's not like Drake's gonna get like slaughtered. There's a high chance Drake might even outsell them because that's just how popular he is right now. Yeah. So, because he, I feel like he's developed this knack for mm-hmm. making songs that people play in bars. <laughs> yeah. Bars, yeah. radio, it's just comfortable stuff. Like yeah, you can it's, even it's palatable. It's kind of universal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's e- an easy listen. And then he mm-hmm. does these like little verses like um like on TikTok right now there's I think this is from his previous album. Uh, Scorpion, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Where there's like this trend right now. He has a verse that's like, I don't even treat you that g- good girl. Why are you smiling? And then, mm-hmm. so people on TikTok have made it into a trend where girls are just like, oh my God, he bought me a ring. And then the song plays and they're like, wait, I can't, he doesn't treat me that good. I shouldn't be smiling. <laughs> so. <laughs> Like there's literally this girl. She's like, I haven't smiled since since Drake released that song. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like so funny. Like they're like, no, no, no. He just he didn't buy me a Birkin. I shouldn't be smiling. Um, like those are like girls are like, no, 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 no. Bring it down, bring it down. But yeah, so he makes those verses that people will like put on their Instagram stories or posts or tweet about that. They're just like, you know, kind of hashtag relatable. So he's gotten Mm -hmm. that. um, Yeah. He's, he's gotten that niche. Not, it's not even niche because it's universal. It's It's huge. Yeah. It's a a zeitgeist thing. It's yeah. I've been hearing Drake, more Drake in like, since when, when was the big year where I've heard of, Drake more ever since he did that or like I've seen him more in the media ever since um when he tried to with the the awkward Rihanna thing oh yeah around around that time was like I was like okay from this moment on you will hear Drake on the radio every year (laughs) like almost every year but yeah like if Mm -hmm. you go to a bar Hotline Bling is on or something yeah 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 we're making fair points so yeah in the long run this usually this was used as a pr tool and -hmm. both of the guys benefited from it but it was really just like a a fake beef which didn't really have any resolution because there wasn't a climax to it there wasn't anything 
Yeah, it just kind of happened. Then the albums went. Then it's like, okay, now we can just go back to living our lives. So that's yeah, we didn't hear from the, it again. Yeah, I I doubt we're gonna hear from it again until maybe either the albums they're gonna release next, or it's gonna be one of those okay, now we're gonna reconcile type things, which I see. I see more likely or something. Yeah, some like reconciliation where both of them are on a song together than more drawn out beef because I think me we're all over it. Oh wait, didn't Jay Z and Kanye have a fight? But like, I was listening to his album and I was like, wait a minute, that sounds like Jay Z. Yeah, yeah, that's why Jay Z says this might be the return of the throne. So it's kind of they had their issues in twenty sixteen. Expound on that. Okay. They had issues in 2016 because um, during the life of when Pablo release. N- well, it's part of it. That wasn't when it happened. Yeah. But like he, there was some like tension because the streaming service, that's when the streaming services were doing those exclusives that everyone hated where you mm-hmm. get an album on one streaming service exclusive for one week and then they move it to the others. Thankfully, they stopped doing those. Yeah. yeah. So Kanye's The Life of Pablo, I think, was a title exclusive for a bit, but then Kanye wanted it out there. So he's like, you know, let's stop beefing all these streaming services. Let's put the music out together. Then, mm-hmm. like, during The Life of Pablo, he had this one tour date where he literally just went on a rant talking about that thing you just brought up, how they didn't come to him and Kim's wedding. Mm-hmm. And you're saying crazy things like, Jay-Z, I know you got shooters. Don't send them at me. Yeah, which is really dumb to say. Because, yeah, it's dumb. So it kind of just became this weird thing where he was melting down and just being uncomfortable and not willing to work with Jay-Z. So it kind of... Because Jay-Z is a low-key person. If you see both Jay-Z mm-hmm. and Beyonce, they're both kind of low-key, so... They don't, need just, to, they don't need to engage. Yeah, so it's like they kind of made like this little distance so Kanye just went fine. They would like sub each other on songs. Jay-Z explained on one song the reason he didn't go to the wedding was because him. that's when Beyonce and him were having problems. Mm-hmm. And if you can't understand that, then maybe we're not meant to be friends type of thing. So it, 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 it was... It was See, this is also another B where you can actually feel the animosity versus the PR where it's just like... Yeah, you know, where it feels a bit more real. Yeah, it feels real. So eventually it seems like they started talking. They attended some events, but then the pictures of them together were awkward. And it all led up to them releasing this song, uh, which has gotten a lot of people hopeful that they're going to do Watch the Throne 2 which we, we really want. So, yeah. So Speaking that, of Jay-Z, does anyone actually use Tidal? Probably. Some people do. I you mean, don't? Like some people, I know a dude who does. I knew, well, I knew a dude who did. I don't know if he still does. I don't know. The lossless audio doesn't really make sense unless you have audiophile headphones. AirPods on audiophile headphones, so oh. it doesn't make sense. You need to have those high-quality headphones to hear the difference. You need to and be even then. Yeah, and even then, it's kind of like you're still spending extra money. So, I don't know. I, d- I didn't see a need. I'm just in the Apple ecosystem too much. I couldn't, yeah. Makes sense. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's basically the gist of Certified Lover Boy and Donda. Personally, I prefer Donda. Not all of it, but like, yeah, it's more exciting. And I it guess. has better songs. I can yeah. agree with you. So, so that's my personal viewpoint on it. And it's out for y'all if you want to stream them or dude, if you just dude, want they're to not paying us background. they're not paying yeah, us yeah 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 it doesn't matter maybe one day <laughs> one of these indie artists will pay us so i'm trying to think ahead pay, pay us for for doing for hyping yeah for, for hyping like up albums yeah that are not knows? their albums for hyping who up certified knows? lover boy and donda Did okay you, just right negative. right that makes sense ah, she's just that so negative don't listen sense. to her just negative anyway ladies and gentlemen this was finn and nessa discussing certified lot boy and donda and now we are signing off bye